America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. But I learned too in burlesque, like the kind of different comedy that works in burlesque, especially with women taking their clothes off, I can make fun of three things. And those three things are everything to do with me being a man, being gay and being Cuban. If I make fun of anything else that's not my story, that's where it kind of like loses it. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. Every episode, we sit down with comedians, sexperts, and other notable people to share the most fascinating stories about love and sexuality. And now we're coming at you twice a week on Mondays and Wednesdays. So tune in. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm Dave Franken. Ooh, little da-da-da. I'm Dave Franken. <laughs> Is there any Christmassy? I don't know why. Ooh, we are we are getting it close to the holiday season. I feel like anything... Not that close, but... Hey. Before anything, Thanksgiving, don't speak of it. The minute turns November, we're getting to the spirit I do love here. Christmas, though. I know. I can celebrate Christmas for two months. That's okay. Hell yeah. It's the only thing that makes the cold daytime savings shitty oh, dark times yeah. to this Californian bitch. Yeah. I know. I know. Cold. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm, I'm like, wow. I'm like a 65. Mommy's mad. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so in honor of the Christmas season, we are going to continue our Doc Johnson giveaways. So keep your eyes on our IG at Reality Bites Pod. Bites with a Y, always. Um, so we have a burlesque dancer on today. And not just any kind of burlesque dancer, a male burlesque dancer. Which is amazing. Mm. He's I've seen him perform. I can tell you it is it is magical. Um, if anyone is in L.A., his name is Tito Benito. Um, Cuban Missile Crisis is his on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> it's so worth it. Definitely go Definitely right now. It. Follow him. Um, but yeah, I saw him at Townhouse in Venice and he was so fucking good. And funny, uh, right? Really funny. Yeah. His comedy is because the whole thing, like well, he talks about the art of it, and it combines so many skills. But one of them is definitely stand-up comedian, and another one is stripping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little which, bit, right? Oh, definitely not just a little bit. Yeah, it's like a key part of the job. That's yeah, that's one of the other main main tenets of burlesque. So we were chatting a little bit before we started, but I think. At least two of us in this trifecta have had stripper fantasies, Dave. So yes, me and you. <laughs> oh no, not me. Not no. I don't think so. I've not I'm had fantasies. Think. I would say I've had some nude work experience. Yeah, I've seen your nude work experience hanging in your mom's bathroom. <laughs> yeah, my mom's a weirdo. Really? So my nude work experience and. There's two. <laughs> there's two. So one was I used to figure model, which means like pose for uh, yeah. artists while they drew. 
um i was part of the figure modeling guild yeah in dc uh in college and i used to just like be naked and have people draw me i once posed as (laughs) i was an art major and i never got any sophia's Dude, I once posed as Mary Magdalene for this guy that paid me specifically to come over to his apartment to pose as Mary Magdalene. He was like, yeah, just like your whole vibe. I was like, what, of being like a whore? But like that was... <laughs> that guy definitely has... Yeah, he was like, like, he was like you're going to be complex. naked with like pearls draped all around your neck. I was like, okay, cool. Well, my best friend's coming with me because I was like, there's no way I'm getting raped at this dude's house. Not in these pearls. Um, anyway, so that was fun. And then my mom has one of the naked drawings of me framed in her bathroom because she's a freak. Who's and drawing? that's it's one of hot. the people. And that's why Courtney was just mentioning that. And I've told my mom, I was like, mom, please take that down. It is so weird. And she goes, who knows? It's you. No one knows. You. I'm like, oh it's my a God, portrait. It's, it's, it's so literally you. a portrait of my face. And I have a mohawk and it's my titties. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's a psycho. When you were doing this, you had a mohawk the whole yes. time? Not the well for a lot, uh, for a big part of it. How long did you do it? Like probably like a year or something. You could have definitely gone suicide girl, right? You, yeah. You I, were on the, you I did gone entertain to, that. I really did entertain that. But then I was definitely like, like on that path yeah i think like then it got real weird real quick okay so what your other naked experience and my other naked experiences i stripped in the rocky horror picture show at my college and we did it at the food court like at night when it was shut <laughs> down you fuck? know and people are like i'm trying to eat no 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 no, no. there was no <laughs> no chick-fil-a was shut down safely yeah um but yeah i slipped i slipped i stripped in the beginning to the lips um singing you know and i stripped down to like a thong and like uh electrical tape x's on my nipples and then i also was magenta in it which is also very little clothes you didn't wear a lot of clothes in college it sounds like no i really went all out i was like (laughs) this is what you get for keeping me inside mom <laughs> this is what happens i knew those people in yeah college. colleges <laughs> colleges so you didn't get out much in high school time. did you we would do this thing uh called the boji mile we went to summer we had us there was a summer stock theater in okaboji and the boji mile was just getting buck naked and running around the, the, the site that's that was it that we sounds just, like something you would have loved we did that, yeah like on the reg yeah it was ridiculous. there you go <laughs> Um, I also, I posed naked like quite a bit in college and, uh, oh, I wonder what those pictures look like. I haven't looked in so long. Do you know what I mean? Looking back yeah. at your like former self, yours is a little different cause it's portraiture, but yeah. mine's like my actual self, <laughs> but that you, sounds dope. And you have the pictures. These aren't just like around. Um, they're pro- they're like on some old laptop. I, oh, okay. I, who knows? But they're not like in the hands of various people. Probably the photographers have those yeah, pictures. Okay. You know what? I like to, uh, people are like, oh, anything digital lasts forever. And it's like, that's not fucking true. It, like there are things that were published on mm-hmm. sites that I've written for that are no, that the site went to under and they're no longer on the internet. And like, that's okay. And like, I feel the same way about these pictures. It's like, if the photographer just lost a little drive, like yeah, he doesn't have the backup, he's yeah, changed I computers seven times. I wish I had more then, of you know. my naked drawings for my mother. To 
no yeah. for me i really wish i did have them because it's a pretty fun memento yeah totally um so but yeah i've had a long-standing stripper fantasy i rem- have a very distinct memory of dancing for, i don't know where i saw it but i knew i was like aware of stripping i guess when i was like four or five and i like did a like sexy dance it was like a movie or something for the name na- i know it must have been oh pretty woman but she i just was gonna say pretty woman but i'm like no she's a hooker it's not the same and i don't think she does any of that kind of dancing there maybe they are in a strip club in the first scene i can't remember some movie i saw some movie or something and anyway i knew what it was and i wanted to try it out for the neighborhood kids (laughs) and i like danced for like probably five plus children in our bay window i'm sure my mom when she found out was like what the fuck no those little cheap fucks (laughs) (laughs) they didn't give me any money um no full nude uh no probably not but like also like you know i just had like a just a little standard no booby body it was probably fine you were five yeah (laughs) Yeah, i I know (laughs) um and then no but seriously like when i got to high school and like early college and honestly as recently as probably a couple weeks ago anytime (laughs) i need money i'm like god i should just go off to diamonds or whatever (laughs) like you know you go jumbo but courtney you don't even like to dance with clothes on No, I know, but th- I feel like we've been sh- friends for like how Stripping long? Is Over like seven more years. Slithering. It's bitch, not- you have never danced one time with me, <laughs> even when you've been drunk. I feel like it's di- a different kind of dancing. First of all, well, it involves rhythm. Yeah. Maybe we start with the, we'll start with the dancing. We'll get you dancing more. Let's just yeah. Let's just catch you in clothes, and then and then yeah, we'll see. Slowly move it. Be like yeah, now try that with your pants naked. off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to jump right in. You know what I mean? Um, no. Uh, so anyway, anytime I meet someone that does, oh my that, god, was it True Lies? Maybe where Jamie Lee Curtis does that dance. But I don't really remember anything else about that movie. But that was like the only thing to remember. That was like Dirty Dancing. There's no stripping in that. No, but there's no stripping in that. that movie so but times. I did watch that movie like a million yeah, times. Like I fucking love family. that movie. Yeah, it's also like about abortion, and it's like really progressive. It was really adult, really but movie. my mom was also like, and my mom is a pretty conservative woman, but she was like, you gotta watch. Dude, this. I, ha- I had That's that. That's my haircut. dad's favorite movie. I had that we haircut had in tape. ninth grade, and everybody used to call me Jennifer Gray. Oh, that's, oh. Pretty, that's a compliment. Yeah. yeah, I no, I. She was beautiful. Yeah. She ruined her career. She fucked with her nose. I know. Yeah, that's true. But I get it. Mm. Uh, but she shouldn't have. She was so beautiful. I know. I'm just saying I get where that comes from. We all have that in common. We all we'll really. have big old schnozzes. <laughs> Except for Courtney. No, I was going to say Dirty Dancing. Courtney's tiny. <laughs> I was like, what? The dirty no, no, Dancing. No, no. I was going to say me and you, Dave, have that in common. We do. No, I'm insecure about my nose, too. Listen, I get the pressure of Hollywood. I totally understand it's a bitch out there, but also I agree with you that, I mean, obviously I like how she looked beforehand. Yeah. She was beautiful. Uh, so anyway, TBD on whether or not my stripper fantasy comes true. Maybe my fingers should. are crossed. Yeah. I know we, so we are going to, we saw her perform, uh, not that, but she performed, uh, for her comedy central at the cheetahs. Yeah. I love the vibe at cheetahs. Cheetahs is, I haven't been there sexy. on like a normal night. Uh, Maybe we should go. We should go. You know, I'm down. Um, I thought you were going to say, 
We should all strip there. We should all, strip <laughs> we should there. all do That's what Dave was amateur say. night. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "Sir, can you get off Please. the stage? <laughs> we don't. We do not. But we're need- like, we need him. We're the Charlie's Angels, and he's Bosley. We oh my god, like a group dance. Yeah, group dance. Amazing. I don't know if they do that. That's so what I'm we are gonna about. have. A- I was gonna be Polish Thunder. Whatever. Polish. Thunder. I've already been working it out for years. We are gonna have. A- First of all, probably Jewish Thunder. You think so? Yeah. Okay, take this offline. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a Jumbo's dancer. We've had um, Coco Ono on uh, before, but we are going to have another Jumbo's dancer on coming up. And they do the best group dances. We have to go beforehand as a group. And I'm secretly hoping they're going to recruit me. <laughs> Courtney, they're not like the CIA or something. They <laughs> no, don't like, I'm just going to hang gonna out look at her. They don't like send we people your- in the field and they're like, yeah, she's the one. Let's tap her. It's <laughs> not how it goes. Like you have to apply. It's like, in addition to Courtney's fantasies of being discovered as a model, she's also hoping to get discovered as a stripper by other strippers. <laughs> how are you not doing this? I mean, God, Courtney, at this point, how many fantasies do you got going? There's those. Then there's our actual dreams of being like <laughs> real successful writers and performers. I my actual dreams yeah. anymore. It's so hard to tell when you're a 35-year-old woman with the dreams of a 15-year-old. <laughs> I have never performed anything even close to naked. Uh, Are you a never I've barely even sent dick pics. How I mean, many I've dick pics ba- have you sent? Maybe to two or three people. Okay. In a long time. But how many? And per like person? those in the last few years. Oh, very few. Very few. Like I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I've ever gone in a group skinny dipping. Oh, I've definitely done that. Actually, one time I posted something about how I really hope that people have seen me naked like how it ruins the rest of their lives when they remember it because it was so great and then a bunch of people who have seen me naked commented and they were like yeah it was pretty great it was the pretty golden great. years and i was like god it's gonna suck when those people die because like mm-hmm. who's gonna spread the legend i've just i'm just with max you know what i'm saying i know spread no, the I, legend listen to this i know i feel that I am a little the most bit. conceited person about, oh my god about what i'm bringing i'll give you a run for your money um, yeah seriously <laughs> so when i I was like had my last single stretch (laughs) dude guys after we had sex sometimes would be like oh my god your body i would be like that was the real sex (laughs) for me i was like yes tell me he's like can you put that compliment inside of me instead of your dick (laughs) (laughs) okay so tito bonito is fucking so rad uh you guys are gonna love him here we go We have the most amazing guest today. I am so, no, I literally, I am so excited to have you on the show. Tito Benito? Yeah, there's a tit and a bone in there. Something for everybody. <laughs> yes. Hey. So you do this oh, show. I have a cool saying like that after my name. We'll figure it out. Okay, great. You do this show in Venice mm-hmm. at Townhouse. Mm-hmm. And it's like Wednesday nights. It's amazing. It's a burlesque show. And I had never seen you hosted the show. Mm-hmm. 
I had never seen a man do burlesque before. It was fucking amazing. Thank you. What was I dancing to that night? Because I've been dancing to some stuff. I want to know what you danced what's to. Your, what's your jam? There's different stuff, but actually, funny enough, one of the last times I performed there, I did uh, Gary Clark Jr., do you know him? Mm-hmm. No. He, I, he has a song called Bright Lights, uh, Bright Lights, Big City, something like that. It's like and bluesy. Yes. Car, yeah. Bluesy artist. And he, like, I was about to perform another number and I normally dance to his song. And all of a sudden, one of the waitresses came up and they're like, Gary Clark Jr. is here. <laughs> and I was like, you're lying. And they're like, you have to do his song. And I was like, would that be tacky? And they're like, no, 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 no. do it. So literally right before I performed, like this was right before I just changed it and did it. And, you know, I twerked on a man i gave a lap dance did my little what'd he say uh i walked up to him afterwards and i was like it's so nice to meet you i love your work i like own your cds and he was like i go i thought it might be a little awkward if i did your song but he goes no actually i really liked your interpretation of it (laughs) (laughs) that means he probably wanted to see a girl do it but he was content that somebody was performing so he's an amazing artist but yeah that's so cool yeah do you usually go bluesy or what's what's your usually i'm a r&b pop diva Mm. so give me a tlc and Aaliyah, (gasps) janet jackson i'll do that but i'm pretty open i can't wait to see you in uh it was like a Robin costume uh, or something. <laughs> wow, yeah. Is I, that one of your I do standards? Robin Robin from Batman, and I danced to Katy Perry, Teenage Dream, and <gasps> it's very, very homosexual. Oh, my God. You're so <laughs> risque, Teenage That's Daydream not even as bad. Robin. That's not even as bad as the Boy Scouts to Nicki Minaj Anaconda. That's the <gasps> one. That's, We're talking that old school. Maybe so I saw crazy. that. <laughs> maybe I saw that, and then I saw the Robin on your Instagram. Probably. I can't. I can't. But... How did you get into this? Uh, I my best friend Jeez Louise is like one of the iconic burlesque performers out right now. We went to college together, and I try to do drag, and all my friends were like, uh, "I know what you're trying to do," <laughs> but it also didn't feel right. Like it, it didn't feel right when every time I performed drag to do it. Like I never felt great afterwards. So they showed me male burlesque, and when I saw it, there was two guys doing like a Morpheus act from Matrix, uh-huh. and then another guy did like the Zorro act where he like ripped all his fucking clothes off with like can i cuss yeah <laughs> he ripped all his sword uh clothes off with the sword like it just fell to the ground and i was amazing. like those were amazing and they were muscular so i was like i can't really That's do that awesome but one of the guys what the third guy came out and he was a little bit not as ripped as they were but he was still in shape and he did a uh, speed racer and that's when I was like that comedy and that like just him being himself. I was like, that's what I want to do. Your comedy is so good. Thank You're you. so funny. Like, dude, he has so many jokes throughout the show. You stole the show, really. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's a fun time because the whole point of it is like, especially burlesque nowadays, because back in the day, it was just kind of something so that the straight men can look at and gog and oogle over and make stupid jokes about. But the resurgence of burlesque was all like female empowerment. And it was all just loving your body the way that it is. If you're trans, POC, whatever kind, it's you owning that art and you owning that body and being able to like actually express yourself. So that kind of, I always felt like privilege in my masculinity in doing it so i've always just kind of like done comedy because i feel like it's something that really like lightens up the audience that are in there kind of watching it being like oh my god this is so sexual like i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and they're repressed so me coming out it kind of like breaks the tension you think with the comedy i think it does for me because i think like a lot of straight men have told me that since i'm never going to really 
I'm very big on consent. So I'm never really going to make someone feel super uncomfortable, but I am going to like, I'll look at you and be like, you know, you're hot as fuck and then move on. <laughs> yeah. So the girls love me because they kind of think I'm straight, even though they really hope that I am. But like the guys know I'm not. So I'm not really threatening them or trying to take their girls. So it's very like, I'm like the safe space for them. The safe space of burlesque. <laughs> it's am- so like how, what's the male burlesque scene? Like we were scheduling and you were going to a festival and right. like you also host other events like what's kind of the landscape uh i mean in regards to like f- female the ratio to female and men is like gigantic like there's so many more female identified bodies doing burlesque versus male so are they like different nights or like how does because the night that i saw you on it was like the women that were going between you like it was women oh yeah most of the shows are women like as, as I, I would say there's probably three male burlesque performers in los angeles oh really yeah just three like i would say like notable ones that i can i'm not saying that that's going to stay that way but <laughs> they looked at me like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it i mean it's just more uh, like Dave, you have the eyelashes <laughs> for it come on you can also just that's the thing like there are straight men that have that do it in la and there are a lot of, of the three no not uh, uh, those three i'm speaking of three uh including myself queer identified mm. uh men but when i first came here too there was a lot of couples that would do it like mr snapper and red snapper they're an oh. actual couple oh. uh dr lust and may lust they're an actual like married couple so there were a lot of straight men doing it but a lot of them have either moved away or just you know found different things to do because you can't just do burlesque does it feel exciting to be one of the three people that do what you do and know that you're like amazing at it and that Truly, Seriously. I mean, it's such a specialty. Does it feel amazing? Uh, yes and no. It feels, it, for a lack of a better word, it feels lonely because it's like, it's, oh. it would be more like fun. You don't have like other people to hang out with. Like you can't do a work happy hour, just the three of you. <laughs> I mean, you could. And I mean, you can, but then you're like, bitch, get some new stories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I do think that there are a lot of men that out here that do quote unquote burlesque, but it's more performance art. There's still the aspect of striptease in it. There's still, but there's more so many elements of like drag and other kinds of art in them that they're not gonna those individuals are not gonna call it burlesque they're gonna call it more performance arts so that's really why it's not really just three of us doing it it's more so just in the community of burlesque not a lot of people know of these other individuals can i ask since you were kind of trailblazing you know uh, that genre okay i do stand-up there's like a million stand-up comedians i could listen to and be like oh okay well there's so this way to do it this way to do it when there's not that many people to look at who do what you do how did you decide because i mean courtney says you're so fucking good at what you do and you're so funny and you how steal you the show voice yeah how did you find out this is how i'm gonna do it this is how this is where the jokes go this is where the stuff goes women like mm. honestly I love that. No, and it's just true because especially like I went into this as a college dropout. Uh, I really didn't know what I was doing. So especially like my best friend Jeezy, she was always the person to this day. I called her this morning. I always ask her for like any questions that I have or how to deal with stuff, especially when I'm like 
trying to create something. Uh, but especially even hosting when I first hosted out in LA, I kind of did the same bit that everyone else did, which is like those like dirty jokes. Like why was six afraid of seven? Cause seven was a registered six offender. Like jokes <laughs> like that, like <laughs> jokes that you get out of a book, I heard that one. but it's funny. Cause it's still like, it plays with sexuality. Street but jokes. Yeah, exactly. And I did that. And there was a producer that literally looked at me in the face and was like, stop stealing my bit. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I just was doing what I thought everyone else was doing. And she literally looked at me in the face and was like, do you, do you do like be yourself? And the next time I hosted, I was just me. And like the way that I saw people react to it over the years, I fine tuned it. But that was really like the point where I was like, oh my God, I could just be me. I don't understand that. Like I don't. (laughs) Yes. I I totally understand that feeling. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does feel, especially when I first started talking, like me hosting, it felt like stand up. And that's. Well, they do the stand up. I've done stand up uh, in between burlesque. Mm-hmm. You ever done one of those? Yeah, shows? just the women ones, though. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And for me, that's more just like a lust filled experience. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So he basically, like, does this, like, stand up during the or between the bits and also some sexy dancing and then i do dance yeah because i started dancing before i ever hosted and that was kind of like wait you guys want to see my butt okay and sometimes i put tassels on my butt we call them assholes that is hilarious (laughs) so like you talk about the audience you know like you're loosening them up or like you know making them a little more playful with like a repressed side what kind of responses do you get after i'm sure you've gotten like a wide spectrum yeah it's usually it's usually positive i assume whoever doesn't like it isn't trying to talk to me after a show have you had a really bad one person that you just you're like this was It wasn't towards me. Uh, It was just towards a situation that happened in the bar, which Mm. someone was just drunk and was violent, but it wasn't towards me. Mm. And uh, the only other time that I can really think of something, because I'm Cuban, so I do a Cuban immigrant number where I'm like rafting on stage in floaties and like floaty reveals. It's problematic. (laughs) It's problematic. (laughs) But my family has seen it and they love it. So, and they all are okay by it. And a Cuban lady in the audience was honestly like how dare you have a cuban flag on your butt do you know how many are you even cuban and i was like very much so and she was like oh okay then that's fine and literally was over (laughs) that's really funny but i learned too in burlesque like the kind of different comedy that works in burlesque especially with women taking their clothes off i can make fun of three things and those three things are everything to do with me being a man being gay and being cuban if i make fun of anything else that's not my story that's where it kind of like loses it Mm. so that's so interesting isn't that yeah especially since it's not like that for like women in stand-up because audiences do not like it when you're self-deprecating um as a woman I mean, it's sometimes they don't like it when you do too much as a guy too. Dave sure. knows because sure. we've talked about this before. Uh, where sometimes like we'll make jokes that we think don't say that we think we're shit or anything, but more like oh, sometimes this is what people perceive, but the audience perceives it the same way and they hear the same thing, which is that you don't think that you're shit, and that bothers them and they don't like it. They're just like 
you're a cute girl what's your problem or whatever the fuck you know that kind of thing that's true um, or just like in general they're like oh a woman being sad on stage they don't we don't like that so i feel like it's it's so fascinating to be like no i need to make fun of myself and that's what makes people comfortable but i do make fun of myself in the way where i'm still empowering myself it's because pres- yeah, it's the yeah i'm definitely yeah. not like self-deprecating it's more like if i am it's probably something that happened it, it kind of moves it along because i do feel like i would work differently in a stand-up audience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think the fact that we are introducing so much different kinds of like vaudeville and nudity i think especially the fact that i perform it kind of it's very different than if i was just up on stage doing stand-up like that's something that i'm still fearful of so i'm trying to figure out ways to do it but i'm well, still like i, I think the know. whole thing you're saying is that you're not going to get laughs bait on other people's expense you know what i mean and that's the thing you're you're gonna do it's like hey you're gonna laugh at me or with me but it's not gonna be it's just you know because you're not pointing at people being like yeah and i'll and i'll make fun of a cuban lady like you know (laughs) like i'll make fun of like things like that but definitely it's more like it's just the audience is so different than a stand-up one Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. and even that one in townhouse that burlesque show there's a comedy show right before yeah so, so the audience is that bronson show yes mm-hmm. bronson jones shout out yeah. venice underground comedy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's a great show go see it it is so do you have any other f- so you do robin you do the boy scout you do the floaties rap, the floaties problematic <laughs> <laughs> hashtag problematic <laughs> do you have any other like f- fave costumes um i do different ones but yeah it's really i'm very open to creating something for any type of show like i do a voguing number i do sometimes i do don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me yes and that one is like especially the women in audiences are like yeah (laughs) that's awesome it's pretty thunderous of a response but it's always rooted in comedy like i've tried to do something a little more serious and i try to do a tin man act uh and try to do it like a little bit more draggy and like to a like slower song and it just didn't feel right like it was nice and i get a lot of compliments but it just comedy always makes me feel better because it always just makes people feel better is there any crossover in it's so it's so interesting that you say that you started with drag and then found uh burlesque like is there any crossover in those scenes or like audiences or the people that do it I think, yeah, especially now that L.A. is growing. Because Burlesque, when I moved here six years ago, it was four shows. And now there's numerous types of different types of Burlesque shows. And even, like, I just recently started getting into the West Hollywood night scene. So that alone, yeah, definitely, especially shows like the Boulay Brothers, definitely have, like, a mixture of just all types of performance art. It's not really... I don't think in this day and age, yeah, anyone's trying to limit art. They're just trying to make sure that whatever they represent on stage is thoughtful and good. Or, I mean, I have seen somebody pee on stage and then drink it. So, like... What? Oh my god. That was more a drag Uh, show. That's been done? Uh, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, I think honestly it depends on the show, but I think there's so many different arts out there and so many people are starting to learn with the internet that they can create their own spaces. So I do think the crossover is like for sure there. Okay, so what's your relationship status? (laughs) I am single as hell. (laughs) Okay, when was your last relationship? Uh, We don't need... No, actually it's... (laughs) I am a very, I will say this, I'm a very, very picky person. And I grew up in Miami, but then I moved to Chicago and then came out here. So I've also lived in so many different places that it's made it hard to like develop that. Okay. So, so you grew up in 
Miami. And when did you move to Chicago? When, uh, just before I turned 21 to go to school. And that's how I met all my friends that I learned about vaudeville and like drag and burlesque through. And oh, then I moved amazing. Here. In Chicago? Mm-hmm. What school did you go to? Columbia College. Oh. That's the one I dropped out of. Shout nice out Columbia though. College. You couldn't keep my attention. <laughs> but you know, they did try to tell me like a year later, they're like, we find you so inspirational. We'd love to have you come back and talk to us if as one of your success stories. That's crazy. That's I know. Yeah. You did you go? be on our flyer. No. You're like, uh, can you give me my diploma? I know. Can I get, talk? Yeah, yeah, can exactly. I get an honorary <laughs> diploma or something? Because I don't know if I should tell you all that I did not finish your program. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Um, so what's the scene like in Chicago? The, sh- the scene in Chicago is amazing. Uh, there are so many like brilliant artists there. My best friend still lives out there and she has like an all black burlesque review um, called Jeezy's Juke Joint. And that's awesome. Yeah, they they're definitely creating like a bunch of really amazing stuff. They've had a venue for quite a while where they can just live there. Uh, I just, I love LA. I think LA is amazing, especially like New York is where burlesque like lives. New York and Seattle and Louisiana. It's like oh, really? the trifecta. Mm. But LA, it was just something that I figured when I moved here, there was oppor- enough opportunity that I could figure it out. Cause I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to leave LA. What do you want to like? What's like the dream? I mean, you're living a pretty good dream right now, but what's like, like if you could write you know, your next five years or whatever. My dream <laughs> would be to live for a week and not check my bank account every day. Yeah. That, that, is, that is all of our dreams. Yes. So nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I am actually starting a, like I did it a little bit before, but now I have like the right venue in the right space. I am starting an amateur uh, variety showcase where anybody that, cause there's not a lot of spaces out in LA or just in general where you can perform and you don't need to know the person or you can mm-hmm. just show up and perform. And like one of my friends, Tony Soto is one of the only people that kind of creates those spaces. So I have like a new, it's called the pansy craze peep show. And it's like, that sounds awesome. It's so much fun. It's going to be really like just a open space for any queer non-identifying uh, person to be able to showcase their art and have a space a safe space to do that. Uh, and that's going to be like a weekly thing in downtown LA. So we're working on that right now and it should be up pretty soon, but that honestly, like we'll retweet it and repost it when we see it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That honestly, that just creating art and being able to like sustain a life with it and just not have to check my bank account. That would be, beyond oh my god i love, I love you it. i'm yeah, right there with you totally <laughs> making a living from your art isn't that the dream yeah that's absolutely. why we're here right yeah definitely. I, I, I hope that we don't forget that whenever we get all crazy about other things that that's truly the dream and not all this other stuff yeah it's hard but i think there's especially when you ground yourself with the right people i think those are the like it really helps i do think like miami and la are very similar and it's very uh easy to just kind of lose sight of certain things but it's like i think since i went to chicago i just got like a midwestern grounding when i was there mm. so like all my homies are like i can talk to them and i know that they'll give me the brutal brutal truth so that kind of like 
I kind of love the fact that LA has actually suctioned some of them out of Chicago and now they live here. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we, we suction some we good do Chicago that. people. We do that. Shout yeah, out sure. to Stalling. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so what's your type, though? I know. We have to. This is a sex He's and dating it. podcast. Oh, the, you ask me whatever you want. I don't give no <laughs> shit. You I, just opened his legs very suggestively. You know, I did waft. That's uh, right. <laughs> I don't have a type. I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, but it's like I do. I'm like a demisexual, so I definitely need to have like an actual like emotional Romance. relationship with you, even if it's not romantic, just an emotional like connection. Mm. Uh, so honesty is kind of my biggest thing. Like if I can just tell that you're kind of fake, it's very easy to spot after a few conversations. So I'm very like I take my time. I'm super picky, which it may not be the best, but I do feel like it's easier for me to be single than to be with the wrong person so and mm-hmm. i've definitely been with the wrong people for a while i think i have shitty taste in men are you protecting so. your heart now because you fucked up a bunch by like dating people that you're like ah those were terrible people so now you're like i'm gonna Sounds protect my heart like for a bit until i find like somebody that's decent because i'm not going through that bullshit again yeah and i do think that like there's so many different ways that people can just be wrong for each other it's not even that the person's an asshole or anything mm-hmm. it's just the timing and the and that you just your crazies don't match is what i like to say i'm very crazy so i need someone that is going to compliment me and i will compliment them so yeah definitely i'm totally guarding myself especially in a city like la i don't think that's a bad thing no there's a lot of people approached a lot after performances straight men all the time but Ah, never 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 do i ever am able like i'm always like they'll come up and be like especially after the boy scout act (laughs) that's how i heard the term spread eagle scout i was like (laughs) all men will always come up to me and be like you know we did some stuff in the boy scouts and i was like oh (laughs) tell me about it and then it's always flirtatious but it's like they know i think i think men on this side of the united states love attention because east coast dudes don't approach me the same way that west coast of straight men do and it's very like like east coast dudes will be like okay cool let's go let's like bounce but east west east uh, west coast dudes will always just come up to me and like flirt and then when i'll be like so do you dabble in the love that dare not speak its name (laughs) (laughs) and they'll always be like i love you i love you bro but nah man i just want to tell you you're so cool and i'm like cool like hey if you liked what i did yeah we're all just want attention do you think that people in la though are trying to be really woke so they're like oh fuck I'm not going to get any pussy from the girl I'm with if I'm not going to come up to him and be like, yeah, I'm not threatened. I, did, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's I like, think that's too much work for men. I think that's yeah, too like. And it's just they're being sincere and afraid. No, I think they honestly are like, yo, I never thought I'd like like a gay dude doing stuff on stage, but yeah. that was cool. And then it's like, okay, bye. That's no, the thing. No, that was a good New no, York no. actor. I like that. My yeah. boyfriend, <laughs> Wade was with me when we went and I think he thought it was like super fun and whatever too. And like he might have said something flirty to you even though you know i but probably not- looked at him and i was like you over there send me a video <laughs> <laughs> i probably look when she laughs because she's like courtney's like yeah i probably but yeah no i Courtney's like, like i'll shoot that video it's really hard to like not be into it honestly right I, that's why i think yeah. your responses are overwhelmingly positive because it's like yeah it's cool that it opens your mind a little bit if if it was close to that and regardless it's just like fun as hell to watch so it's like infectious in a way yeah i haven't seen 
uh, a female burlesque with comedy involved. I've only seen it like super sexualized, but I've never seen comedy. Yeah, do the personally, girls usually do comedy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, well, at that stand-up show, they do sometimes that uh, Austin Powers thing. Uh, that's comedy yeah like the fembots you mean yeah the fembots and then and then like one of them is i I just i'm just thinking like personal experience i'm like i don't know i've never seen the combination of the two we'll take you because i gotta go i know scarlett orgasm is a performer who has done (laughs) stand-up yeah no she's done stand-up and then talked about burlesque and then literally did burlesque for us uh comedy crowd uh and she has video of that online and then even my best friend jeezy she's been doing stand-up slowly i did stand up a couple times but it was like in the beginning when i first moved out here and i talked about how shitty my drag was in a gay club so it worked but like not like in a straight comedy like the laugh factory i've mm-hmm. not done anything like that mm-hmm. well, that's interesting why were you shitty at drag i mean i just i was new i mean especially as a performer you're just when you don't really know what you're doing i didn't have a lot of experience in college since i dropped out so like i learned as i was doing stuff i mean do you know the movie two on Fu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chichi Rodriguez, John Leguizamo, I look like her in the beginning of the movie. Oh. Where she's like dodging like bottles and stuff, like running down the street. Like I just I looked like a little boy in a dress. Like my makeup was really basic. My outfits were basic. And drag is such a huge art form where there's so much involved just from your neck up. Like there's so much time that I wasn't devoting like what it actually needed. And in burlesque, like I'm just, I kind of look like this. Like I don't put any makeup on. I just, I'm, I play with masculinity and femininity. Definitely. But especially when I'm hosting, I'm more of a masculine character, but I'm also being honest too. Like that's my thing about burlesque. The way I do it is I'm just being completely honest. And I think people can like sense that. And a lot of times they'll ask me questions and I'll be like, why would I lie? Like my Instagram is Cuban missile crisis. So Cause that's my tagline and when i say that to people they're like no it's not i'm like look at why would i lie to you why would i ruin my social media it's always weird when people say that about jokes yeah is that true yeah, like, i know especially maybe, when you're when you say that the joke is true or sometimes it's something so like random that you would lie like why would i make that up? like i have like a bunch of jokes about being russian and I say, like, I moved here with my mom when I was 11. And so it's so weird for me if after, afterwards someone's like, so are you really Russian? I'm like, are you really so Russian? So I made up when I moved here for this? Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> like, did you see me come in on the raft or what? Yeah. You know, like- <laughs> it's true. I think people just, especially if they identify with you or you just make them feel a certain way, they just want to get to know you. So they're really just kind of like trying to figure out if it's a facade or if you're actually mm-hmm. like who you are and the truth to me is always funnier like totally and it's easier to remember <laughs> it's totally <laughs> when did you realize you like guys uh oh when i was a, like young 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 like as far as i can remember for sure two months did you have months. like probably a- right out the womb <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> no definitely when i started going to school like that's when i had crushes and like i would always oh, yeah. write my feelings as a kid so like my fa- my parents knew too they were very much like we'll try to figure this out together but like but they were cool or yeah definitely especially for cuban especially my father yeah my father is incredible like i actually came out to him first and because i just i knew that he would be able to take it i knew if i brought it like as an adult situation i knew that i had tried every avenue i was gonna be an accountant i had a girlfriend like i was doing everything that i thought i should be doing and i just 
for lack of better term, I wanted to kill myself. Like it was just not making me happy at all. And it felt like I was devolving. So when I finally just realized that gay people weren't just like pedophiles and they were actually human beings, it kind of threw me for a loop. Cause I was just like, Oh my God. Like I think like a week later, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to come out. And then my dad was super cool about it. My mom was like, didn't I try to ask you if you were gay? Like two weeks ago, (laughs) I don't care. Help me with the groceries. Like, hurry up. So like all my family was very, I was very lucky. They were all from like my Marine brother to like all of them. Like even he had been saying the F word a lot when I first like was coming to terms with it, but he didn't know. And then when he, when I told him, he was like, Oh, I just thought you were weird. And I'm like, I am. But even he, he told my mom, he was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me this because I was running around saying faggot the whole time. And my brother is gay and I was being disrespectful. And that's when I was like, holy shit, like just live your truth. And I used to have a really bad temper, like very, very bad. So the minute that I came out, my whole family saw it just like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, wow hello all right world like let's just be happy and figure out how to do that that's how i felt when i got on prozac (laughs) (laughs) that's also uh how i felt when i started smoking weed so yeah just a lot of powerful moments how old are you i will be 34 next month and how old are you when you came came out uh 20 oh good so i've been doing this for a while yeah 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 yeah. i'm i always feel like man we failed this person as a society when someone has to feels like they can't come out until like really late you know i was also a 90s kid so that was a very there was no lady gaga's madonna was Uh not was really one of the only things you can look up to so i do think that it's more that's more of a question for nowadays because nowadays it's kind of like it's 2018 and there's still so many people closeted and so fearful of like just living their truth and had i known that like I would have been so happy and my family would have been so supportive. I mean, I would have at four years old when I loved Alain Cueto. Hello. I would have literally like my first actual kiss was like two boys in school. Like they put a backpack strap on my like lips and they both like pop kissed me. And I remember being like, I like boys. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. What do I do? Also, can I just pitch to the universe that you and cardi b should have a show together where you are siblings oh my god that would be amazing oh i like that (laughs) sophia we should write this i'm down let me know cardi let me know that would be unreal i'm sure so many people have that like same i want to be with cardi b like doing stuff Dude, but you guys have you would you are so like, hard yeah you are like the same species <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's true we are humans yes <laughs> um do i get to find out about you guys and stuff or should i have to listen no. to all the episodes because i can do that do you have any big questions no let's <laughs> oh, what do you? What do you? What, what, you, what, are you, what am I? Yeah. Right? Start with her then. Yeah, no, Sophia. I'm just gonna say I think it sucks to invite somebody over and then be like, "Let's talk about us." Oh, no, yeah. I know, but you know, before we go, if he's got any burning questions, oh yeah, sure, go ahead. You can Shoot ask him. Us. Burning questions. Is that a? Is that a? Is that something that I can always? do like maybe if i can't think of something right now i could just randomly text you and be like oh my god i need to know this about you it's an open Mm -hmm. invitation okay cute then yeah i'll come back to that we uh, we (laughs) owe you one answer each i can do that okay i'll make sure that it's good yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i have to have to say this has been amazing i don't know do you guys have any more questions i feel like you were so incredibly articulate about every single thing we asked 
that it left me. She's the captain. So she's. No, Courtney is. No, yeah, I'm I'm first mate. I'm first mate. I'm swabbing the decks. Listen. Dave. And that is a metaphor that I am willing to enjoy, picture, Dave, and no. like. I'm in the gallows swabbing the decks. Dave, no. You're if you that, know what I mean. You're that guy who sits on the very top of the mast and like tells us if there's land Still. or if we're going to hit a whale or Just something. Gripping, gripping onto the mast. Sometimes threatens to jump off and we're like, wait, please don't Definitely. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I heard is top. So. <laughs> Duly noted. No, we. Oh, we're glad you came here because Dave just discovered that he likes a finger up his butt from from a doctor visit. Jesus gave you a prostate. Use it. I know. It's being it. it's not really. Well, yeah, I got. I got. Uh, had the check. I had the check. Oh, uh, you got you. You enjoyed it. From, from a, a doctor, doctor in an office. First of all, Alvarez, here's, here's how they're twisting it. They're Dr. twisting Alvarez. I went in. <laughs> That's right. Come on, That's shout right. out Dr. Alvarez. Um, <laughs> it's not that I enjoyed it. I was just like, oh, it wasn't horrible. That he wasn't horrible it. at all. He's and, now trying to take it back. And I think what I like, I mean, it's, it's two things. It's like one, it's like, oh, like with a little bit of lube, like mm-hmm. I can picture... I've never I've had anal, so done anal, any anything. So I'm like, now I'm like, oh, wow, he... He just slipped right up in there. Uh, Lubits of your friend. And it, so yeah. is your prostate. So so we're going to, you know. Just think about this. So save your question for me because I already know you're. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, trust yeah. me. It's happening now. We found the ending. <laughs> we found the conclusion. Give me some time. All you have to do. Yes. On your own time. Mm-hmm. I do think that men, especially straight men, uh, it would behoove you to understand what it feels like to be penetrated uh and especially if you can do that to yourself and it gives you a little bit of like uh there's giving me the snaps um it gives you like you can do it alone and the thing is you can come without touching your dick when you stroke your prostate what so i've literally ridden dick and just been like what is happening (laughs) so the prostate is literally like that's that is your vagina so enjoy it because it's not it's not you're you're, you should be using it and it's one of those like mysteries of the male body that for some reason men don't like to touch but like get yourself a little lube Start with one finger and then just slowly work to four. You want me to? Oh, I gotta start with my own finger. Okay, you I can guess get I should. A tool. If you like, Christmas is coming up. I can definitely get you a dildo, <laughs> your own personalized little small one. You yeah, can start a slowly. Guy. Just a little guy. I'm not no trying pressure. to make you do anything you don't want to do, but I'm just going off of the fact that you're saying that it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. So I do think that your prostate is literally there to actually. I mean, amongst other things, it's to stimulate you and actually make you feel aroused. So it's fun to do. So I love it. Pleasure, I'm a big old Dave. bottom, so. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you must come back. Everybody needs to follow you at, you're at Cuban Missile Crisis. On Instagram. I live on Instagram, so yes. Yeah. You, go guys. I'm coming to your show ASAP. Please do. <laughs> I'm bringing Dave. Please do. Yeah. And I promise I won't mess with you too hard. That's and okay. You that's the fun try. thing about a burlesque show too, is like consent is a huge thing. So especially with the audiences, if they feel like they don't want to have anything happen to them that they don't want, all they have to do is give a gentle, like shake your head, like no. And a performer will always just find another person to play with. So I think that's Damn. kind of, wow, like, I will be an, there. Like prostate the society <laughs> where like consent is taken that seriously. Is it a burlesque show is like a slight, I know it's totally backwards. Head shake no means that people leave you alone. How can we make that be a thing everywhere? Hopefully the more we do it, the more it'll actually catch on. But I like it. I feel like the next time you come to a show, you're going to be like, 
Tito, <laughs> wait till I tell you what I did last night. <laughs> and then I'm going to welcome you with open arms. Yes. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Dave is so red. He's blushing up a storm. I feel like That's I'm so red cute. and I'm Latino as hell. I'm running shit. You're pink. You're pink right now. I think everybody's catching this big dick energy. Mm, That's BD. what's happening. Come on. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank Thanks. you guys. You are all awesome. I hope you guys liked the latest episode of Reality Bites. If you liked what you heard, you better smash those five stars. And if you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a free sex goodie from Doc Johnson. OMG. So send those screenshots or questions or love letters to realitybitespod at gmail.com. That's bites with a Y.